Welcome to the show and a good Friday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 p.m. on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. The gang not all here tonight. I gave Longo, Loti, and Deborah the night off because we are on the eve of the biggest football game of the year. The SEC Championship will be held uh, no more than 6.2 miles away from the WSB <laughs> stadium, uh, Studios at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Joining me in studio, WSB Radio Sports Director Jay Black. And Jay, for the next two hours, we're talking bulldog football. Yes, we are, and we've brought quite, quite a cast with us. We'll have Eric Zier, uh, Scott Howard, Chuck Dowdle on later, along with Vince Dooley. But right now, Neil Hondo Williamson and... Kevin Butler from our pre- and post-game coverage are here as we get ready to get one going. All three of you gentlemen have not missed a single play of Georgia football this year. I can't say that. There was there were a couple times I, I switched over when it, the game was out of hand. So so you truly are the experts. Uh, Vegas likes to think they're experts, and they have uh, tabbed the dogs as a two-touchdown underdog. Neil Hondo Williamson, you've been with Dog Nation for four decades plus. Um, did they did they get it right? Is Georgia that big of an underdog going into tomorrow? Well, I remember back in the day, Mark. <laughs> uh, yeah, Mark. I, I don't. I don't know. First of all, I'm not an odds guy, right? Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I, I'm. I'm. I'm not an odds guy. Uh, Alabama has been so overwhelming this year. Uh, they've set the modern-day record. I think Yale did it in 1888, but no other team has won every game by 20 points or more mm-hmm. since Yale in 1888. Uh, Alabama has done that. When you look at uh, when you look at things that they did, like last week against Auburn in the Iron Bowl, it's 17 to 14 at the half. They come out and they outscore Auburn 28 to nothing over a 14-minute, 28-second period. Tua throws four touchdowns. They they just they just steamroll people. So you know those guys in the desert—they're not—they're uh, not stupid. I was—I was optimistic at halftime of the Iron Bowl. I'm like, wow, all right, you know, this is, Auburn's hanging tight with Alabama. This bodes well if we meet in the championship game. Uh, they turned it on in the second half, Kevin. Last year, the dogs had Alabama by the throat, and and the game slipped away. Compare last year teams, uh, last year's teams of the dogs in Alabama, and this year's teams. Uh, are the dogs better than last year? Is Alabama better than last year? You know, I really believe that uh, Georgia is better this year. Okay. I think that we are a much more talented team, and I'm talking about the whole roster. Last year we had some superstars, and that made our our talent level to everybody outside the state of Georgia seem very high, and you kind of say, how could they do better? But I think overall, and the depth and the talent that we have now, you're seeing that especially on our offense. Um, we're scoring so many different ways, much like Neil just said, um, Alabama comes at you and they hit you in the corner with five punches from five different guys. And Georgia kind of has that same personality this year. We knew who our go-to guys were last year. I think on offense, our go-to guys can be several different people eight, this year. There could be eight dudes, yeah. Seriously, yeah, we, we, we run eight to ten to twelve guys each week. We, we, um, Jake has been a great job of um, picking up 11, 12 receivers in a game. So we're spreading it out. So it looks a lot like Alabama. When you look at the defense, uh, we're talented too, but we're young. And uh, I think that's where Bama's edge is. They have a little bit more matured talent, um, and we got that young, raw talent. I became a Bulldogs fan at the knee of the legend Larry Munson. So I, like Larry, am very pessimistic. So every time I feel good about this team, Jay Black, I think of that LSU game. Talk me off the cliff. Like, that was an anomaly, right? I think that was an anomaly. That was LSU as as good as they're going to be. It was Joe Burrow as as good as he's going to be. 
And it was Jake Fromm is as bad as he's going to be. I would love another shot at LSU, but it, but it doesn't matter now because Alabama is right here. And, and Neil and Kevin, I think this for Alabama, Fromm is clearly the best quarterback they will have faced all season. Boy, I, I'd have to think about their. Uh, I'd have to think about their their schedule. Uh, Jared Stidham's pretty good quarterback. I mean, he didn't have a great year, but he's a pretty good quarterback. Um, I'm trying to think of who who they open the season with. Did they open Louis, Louisville. 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 Okay, yeah. So <laughs> I, I I knew it was a non-conference Another game. Another stellar yeah. opponent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, I'm not going to knock Alabama's uh, opening opening games. They they schedule people when they're good and and uh, they do a good job. But yeah, Jake Fromm's just been he's just been terrific and. And so many fans out there don't understand. I know that I don't understand. You know, one of the jokes I've always had is uh, I sit next to Eric Zier, who, you know, not only set the SEC record for passing yards and played six years in the NFL for Bill Belichick and Tony Dungy, and, mm-hmm. and he's watching a completely different game than I am. Sure. And when he starts talking to me about the things that he's seen Jake Fromm do, and this is even last year, you know, five, six games into the kid's college career, and this year, uh, he's he's just he's just terrific beyond the statistics, the things that he does, getting us into the right play, time after time. And you hear Coach Smart a couple of uh, was it last night? Yeah, last night on the talk show, um, Coach Smart was talking about the same thing of how of how he, he can just let Jake go. Jake just gets it. He walks up to the line, he sees the defense, and he gets it. The, the challenge tonight, to your point, Jay, is uh, Alabama does a great job of disguising what they do on defense, and will J- uh, Jake be able to pick it up? And, and you know, listen, um, we love Kirby Smart, what he's done with this program, mm-hmm. what he's he's got these kids to do on the field and off the field, but Nick Saban is Nick Saban. I mean, he is the undisputed king of college mm-hmm. football. He's, he knew this game was coming. I'm sure for a while now he knew he was going to play his his mentee in the, uh, in the championship game. Uh, Nick Saban preparing this for this game, Kevin, for for months. Um, do we expect to see some surprises like we saw from from the coach last year in the championship game? Uh, that's a lot of time to prep for a Bulldog team. Yeah, it really is. I think both of these teams have had uh, each other in their uh, crosshairs for, mm-hmm. for many, many weeks. So I would expect both coaches to come out with something special, something a little different, but not too different. I think both of them are, are, are certainly very grounded coaches. They believe in their systems, and they do what they know is going to work. And what doesn't work in college football is putting in a new package uh, all of a sudden and then coming out there and expecting your team to be efficient doing that. So they're going to do what they do best. Um, you know, Alabama, I don't think they really need many surprises this year. Uh, the surprise was um, Auburn was still in it at halftime. Uh, the Citadel was still yeah, in at halftime. <laughs> the surprise is what they do to teams in the third quarter. And I like Georgia in the third quarter. We have done the same thing to our opponents mm-hmm. this year. The LSU, uh, you know, that's that's like when your kid comes home from school and he had his first tough day, and, and you tell them they're going to be okay, and they go back and they and they enjoy it. And um, you got to go through those learning curves, and, and we went through a great learning curve because it looks like we learned from it. We look a lot better since that. Mark Aram alongside Kevin Butler, Neil Hondo-Williamson, and WSB Radio Sports Director Jay Black. Kevin, you were inside the Bulldog program with Kirby for the last couple of years helping out with a kicking game. I know the coaches say that we only focus on one opponent one week, but past that level, how much prep and what's been done in the last month to get ready for Alabama? Well, you know, I really don't think, again, there's a big difference in their preparation no matter who they're playing except for a Georgia Tech because the offense was so different. I think they go about practice and their preparation the same way each week. 
with different challenges mentally to the players because of different schemes. So um, I think this has been in the back of their mind for certainly two two weeks after the uh, the Auburn game. I think we knew that we were going to be there and we knew who we were going to play. So, you know, his second and third level coaches and uh, uh, analysts have been breaking down Alabama for quite a while. Um, to implement it and to introduce it to the players – um, I, I really couldn't tell you when they've done that, but I would imagine it was Sunday and, and Monday of, of this week because they don't want to uh, overbear these players with the challenge. Each week's a different challenge, and they want them to uh, to approach this week just like they did the last week. Yeah, especially with playing the triple option last week. Mm-hmm. You, can't, you can't start confusing the guys. There's, there's a little doubt in my mind that, as Kevin said, the, the analysts have broken down the film. The coaches have looked at a lot of stuff. The, the, you know, the top-level coaches have uh, probably, but, but can't burden the players with uh, looking ahead like that. Forced a coach into retirement last week. Oh, well that's, done, well done. Right. Two coaches have been knocked out. Yeah, the UMass exactly. guy didn't make it either. Uh, Neil, we obviously know uh, the running game is key to the dogs' offense. Like we've got such talent in the backfield. Are there holes or weaknesses that you have seen in the Alabama defense that maybe we can exploit outside of the running game? Like uh, you know, seems to Nada or or fly pad something that we we haven't relied on this year, but might be successful against the Alabama defense? Well, I'll be honest with you, Mark. I think I've seen Alabama play twice this year, so I'm no uh, expert mm-hmm. whatsoever on the Crimson Tide. Uh, from the research I've done, I've heard that um, uh, getting the ball to the backs, to the tight ends, is something you might be able to pull off. Certainly, that's something that I expect Alabama to do against Georgia. You know, we have we have uh, uh, played type of defenses here of keeping the offense in front of us. And Nick Saban is content to go ahead and take what's given to him. And I expect Alabama to throw that. They have three running backs who can catch the ball. And uh, they have a terrific tight end to Nerve Smith. I expect them to do that offensively. For us defensively, I think, you, you know, Kevin was talking about earlier about the plethora of playmakers that Georgia has. And, and you know, DeAndre Swift really being at the top of the heap there. And can you get the ball to him somewhere out in space and get him isolated and let him run? Two top four teams beating for the SEC championship game tomorrow. You can hear it here live on WSB. Our pregame coverage starts. It starts at noon. Kevin Butler and Jeff Dancer will have dog talk pregame. Then Neil takes the wheel at 1 o'clock for our tailgate show. And then kickoff is at 4. Two top four teams. We might expect this game to come down to a late field goal. Who better to ask about field goals than Kevin? Um, I feel really confident in our kicking game and Mr. Blankenship, more so than any NFL team I've ever rooted for. <laughs> this kid has got ice in his veins. Yeah. Talk about uh, what Blankenship's done on the field. Well, what he's done on the field is he's become a weapon, and he's become a weapon in a couple of different fashions. First of all, for the offense, he's a point scorer. And when we get to the 35, now we know we're at least trying a, a field goal, especially this weekend being indoor. Uh, you don't have to worry about any of the weather. So um, for a kicker, you're stepping in there and you're being very – clean and confident mm-hmm. um, on defense uh, his kicks out of the end zone are at the utmost the important this week yeah love the touchbacks, love the touchbacks. <laughs> and I think every time we hit a touchback the red coat band should start playing wild thing and just let's get him going <laughs> and get the crowd into it because it is such a big play and um, I, you know, Rodrigo is very confident kicker and, and we certainly um, 
are, are the much more qualified kicking the, the biggest team. disparages between the two teams is, is the kicking game. It is. It is. It, it happened last year. It gave us a chance to get an overtime. Uh, 36-yarder they missed. Um, most kickers would would hope to make that. Yeah. Um, if it comes down to that for us, I'm very confident in Rodrigo. Can you guys hang out one more segment? Absolutely. All right. We'll be right back. Uh, Kevin Butler, Neil Honda Williamson, Jay Black, a special edition of the Mark Aram Show, the SEC Championship game. The bi- I'm going to say this. It's the biggest game of the college football season. Forget the national championship game. This is the national championship <laughs> the game. National championship. And you can hear it live here on your home of the dogs, News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Welcome back. Friday edition of the Mark Aram Show in studio. Previewing tomorrow's big SEC championship game. WSB Sports Director Jay Black from the Bulldog Broadcast Team, Neil Honda Williamson and Kevin Butler. Uh, Neil, I'll start with you. Uh, again, I'm pessimistic. Give me, give me some good thoughts for tomorrow and what you think might happen under the uh, Dome. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Well, you know, Alabama had to replace eight guys on defense from last year from that team. So Georgia is not alone. Yeah, we replaced, sure. I think, seven. Alabama had to replace eight. Uh, for both schools now, it's the point where you're just replacing, re, you know, reloading rather than replacing with five stars. So, uh, um, but but at this point, at this point, I guess they're all players, man. They're not, they, they're, they've all played 11, 12 games. Sure. And uh, I think good news for Georgia tomorrow is that, yes, our special teams, and yes, I like Jake Fromm. I liked what Jay said earlier. I don't think we'll see Jake Fromm play as poorly as he did against LSU again. And and not just throwing Jake under the bus. The whole team, team, coaches, everybody played terrible against LSU. We're not going to have that again. Kevin, real quick, tomorrow night, midnight, am I going to have a smile on my face? Yes, you are. I'm not sure where you'll be, but (laughs) we'll talk about that later. Um, I I, I see Georgia doing it. I I love the world against Georgia. Um, I love that feeling as a player in a locker room. It's, It's everybody against the world, and... Um, I just see forty-one thirty-eight. I keep seeing that in my sleep at night. Forty-one thirty-eight. Dogs win. I'm going to play that on Cash Four tonight as well. Forty-one thirty-eight. Yes, please do. Um, bring us home a victory tomorrow night, guys. Yeah. We will. All right. Coming up after news, weather, and traffic, Scott Howard and Chuck Dowdle will join us. Special SEC Championship Preview Edition of the Mark Aram Show continues on your home of the dogs. News ninety-five-five and AM seven fifty WSB. Welcome back. Friday edition of the Mark Aram Show, a special two-hour edition of the Mark Aram Show tonight. We're not talking fast food. We're not talking movies. We're not talking about Jay Black's dating life yet. We are talking about, though, tomorrow's big SEC championship game, the game of the year down at Mercedes-Benz Stadium on your home of the dogs. All of the uh, activity starts at what time on our airwaves, Jay Black? We will take the air at 12 o'clock with the tailgate show and then... The guy who is standing by in the wings will have a call at 410 from Mercedes-Benz Stadium. 410 kickoff, the voice of the dogs joining us on the Mark Aram Show. Uh, your appearances are too few and far between, my friend. It's Scott Howard. How are you, Scott? I'm, I'm doing well. Strategically placed appearances. <laughs> we don't oversaturate the market. You know what's so funny? I found um, I, was, I was cleaning up the spare room the other day. And I found an old uh, headshot of you that you addressed, <laughs> that you uh, signed to me. And it said, <laughs> and it said, stop calling me Scooter, Scott Howard. <laughs> Apparently, I used to call you Scooter all the time. But I haven't done that in years. Uh, yeah, well, thank goodness. And good for you. Good for your health that you haven't done that. <laughs> well, uh, Mr. Howard, I'll call you Mr. Howard now. Um, it, it's the biggest game of the year tomorrow. It's the Bulldogs. It's the Crimson Tide. Uh, I know the players are getting ready for the game. Um, as as the voice of the dogs, the broadcast voice of the dogs, how are you getting ready for tomorrow's big uh, tete-a-tete? Uh, doing a lot of gargling. Um, you know, just doing a lot of reading and uh, a lot of game watching and 
just trying to uh, learn as much as I can about uh, what Alabama's been up to this year. I've, you know, been able to follow along what uh, what what the dogs have been able to do. So it's it's a little less preparation on this side and a little more on on uh, learning about Alabama and uh, just trying to catch up with them and and their great season. I mean, they've they've uh, just dominated every opponent this year. So it's a uh, it's an interesting matchup for tomorrow's game. So basically, you're you're looking at Alabama game, Phil, to get. Uh, a sense of what they've been doing because obviously you've seen every bulldog snap, but you don't get to see a lot of the Alabama games. So this is the time for you to catch up and and watch some film and see what Saban and crew have been doing this year. Yeah, you know, you you record a few games over the course of the season. You try to look ahead and and uh, think ahead of who, who Georgia might play. So you know, have something on the in the DVR. I don't have actual game film, you know, like the coaches do or cutups like that. I have to watch the uh, the TV copy uh, like all the other. Uh, like all the other folks, <laughs> like me, <laughs> like me. Yeah, you know all, all the other folks, and I, you know you try to pick up a nugget here and there, and then uh, you know you watch it a few times to to learn numbers and where guys are playing on the field and just that sort of thing. That's a little bit of the preparation that that uh, we tend to go through. I guess the bottom line through all that you've dug through and seen is Alabama that good. <laughs> Everybody laughs when that uh, question say, gets asked, including the head coach Kirby Smart. So it seems to be true. Well, when you say that good, uh, I mean they beat everybody by more than three touchdowns. They're undefeated. They're ranked number one, and uh, you know they're playing for a conference championship as we are. Uh, so yeah, I think they're that good. But uh, that doesn't mean that Georgia can't win the game. I don't. I don't feel that way at all. I feel like Georgia has a good shot to to win this game. But uh, Alabama has has taken care of its business every week this season. So I, I think you have to you have to credit them for um for the way they've played all season long and and reaching this point in the season as well. Talking to Scott Howard, voice of the Georgia Bulldogs on the Friday edition of the Mark Aram show. Last year was a pretty special season. Scott, this year's turned out to be a pretty special season. Compare the two Georgia Bulldog teams last year's and this year's. Well, you know, I mean, they're similar in some ways and, uh, and they're different. You know, I think defensively we're a little bit different. Um, we don't, I don't, I don't feel like we have the, the, the big name guys on defense like we, uh, like we had last year, certainly, uh, you know, with uh, Lorenzo Carter and, and Bellamy and, and Roquan Smith and who was, you know, perhaps the best defensive player in, in college football last year. Uh, so, you know, that's different. It, it's been, it's been defense by committee, certainly. I mean, we play a lot of players. Uh, we use a lot of different guys in different situations, so it's it's shuffling in and out a lot. And and I, you know, while maybe the numbers don't bear out uh, defensive dominance, uh, I think Georgia's had a very solid year on defense. Offensively, it's it's kind of the same thing with uh, a little bit of evolution at some of the other positions. I think our wide receivers uh, might be a little bit better this year. Just another year of growth and. Um, you know, it, adding guys like J.J. Holloman, who's uh, really gotten into the mix uh, very well for Georgia. But uh, the running backs, now while Nick and Sony were two of the best to ever play at Georgia, uh, there hasn't been a lot of drop-off from a statistical standpoint, yardage-wise. DeAndre Swift and Elijah Holyfield have been fantastic. Jay Fromm has been excellent. The offensive line battling injuries all, all season long has uh, been able to withstand that. And uh, and answer the challenge every week. And since the loss to LSU, Georgia's been as dominant, I would say, as as Alabama has been. Georgia's won every one of its games by 
uh, two touchdowns or more, and they've just, uh, you know, they rolled through the East for the second straight year. No one was really even close to them. So, um, you know, very similar, a few differences here and there, mostly on defense, so I would think from this year to last year. I would think a big difference would be the uh, evolution and the uh, the development of Jake Fromm under center, right? I mean, this the, he's now a veteran. He's a grizzled veteran out there. <laughs> he is. He's a duck hunting, deer hunting, grizzled veteran. <laughs> Yeah, he uh, he's good, man. I I love watching Jake play. Uh, he's he's very smart. He's uh, he's uh, he's a good he's a good dude, man. Um, he's fun to watch. He, he doesn't make a lot of mistakes. Uh, you know, he's a he's a smart player, and um, and he knows how to distribute the football and get it to uh, guys who can take it to the house. You know, like Miko Hardman or Riley Ridley or uh, you know anybody in that stable of running backs. So he's. He has evolved, and it's only year two for Jake. Yeah, Tom. That's exactly the amazing right. Thing. And, I mean, he's, and you he's, saw that truckload he's of like ducks. He's like a senior, and he's only a sophomore. I saw that truckload of ducks he knocked over Thanksgiving. I was I was very jealous of that. <laughs> Did you see that? I, that was that amazing. Was impressive. That was impressive. Uh, equally as impressive as Chuck Dowdle decides to call into the Mark Aram show. It's been a long time uh, since we heard from uh, Chuck. How are you, my friend? I'm fine, Mark. Although I do get my latest traffic updates every morning from you. On Action News. Oh, what a kiss-up. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true. But, uh, you know what, though? i got to keep those pension checks rolling in. Exactly right. I'm just trying to hold on to mine. Uh, Chuck, thanks for joining us on the uh, Friday evening edition of the Mark Aram Show. This is a big SEC preview for tomorrow's big game uh, at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Your initial thoughts uh, as we head to the SEC championship game between uh, Alabama and Georgia? Uh, well, my initial thoughts are that, you know, uh, I like our chances just as a, you know, a team that's in there uh, will be the best team I think that Alabama has faced. Um, somebody, though, pointed out to me, and I think this is a, a, a great point, uh, is that <laughs> when was the last time you saw a team that looked and is as good as Georgia is right at this minute? Uh, and, and I mean, let's face it, they passed the eyeball test. They are uh, playing at a high level. Uh, but when is the last time you saw a team that's that accomplished and doing that well, playing that well, be a 14-point underdog to, to another team on a neutral site? It's unbelievable. Uh, yeah, which tells you that, the, you know, the respect and the uh, the admiration uh, that uh, that those guys that set those numbers uh, have for Alabama. And, and the other thing that kind of scares me is they're not wrong a lot. That that is true. You know they built Vegas uh, for a reason with all the money uh, of of people making the bets. Uh, Chuck, is, is this the best the Georgia Bulldog team has looked this year? I mean, coming off last week's win over Tech, are they firing all cylinders right now? Yeah, I think so. I, I think they have been uh, for a while now, and I think a lot of that's in large part due to the fact that we've had some young players grow up, uh, some kids that uh, were four- and five-star recruits that came in as true freshmen. Uh, have uh, Kirby has managed to get them playing time along the way, uh, and now everything's starting to click for them, and they're starting to make contributions uh, to this football team uh, at, at key points. And I think that's one of the reasons. The other reason is uh, Georgia has just gotten better, and, and that's what you look for at this point in the season. You start to look for the teams that are getting better. Uh, and, and I think Georgia is certainly one of those key teams that is getting better uh, down the stretch here and, and ready for this postseason. 
Uh, I would argue that the exact opposite is true for Notre Dame and that Notre Dame doesn't even deserve to be in the conversation. I watched them play a, a very weak Southern Cal team last Saturday night. It took them until the third quarter to get a lead, uh, and then they barely ended up winning. I think they won by, I don't know, 14 points or so, uh, something like that at Southern Cal. Uh, but I don't think Notre Dame belongs in the conversation. And if you go back a few years ago when we started this college football playoff committee thing, you remember they told uh, it was Baylor and I believe TCU at that time, and they said, oh, no, you don't get in because you don't play in a conference championship. Uh, and, and, and so that, they went out and instituted a conference championship game the following season. Uh, Notre Dame, suddenly it's like they've, they've mm-hmm. gotten amnesia. They don't remember saying that. Yeah. And, uh, and, the, and, and the thing is that it's not fair. I mean, you know, what I'd love to see Greg Sankey do is announced, uh, you know, uh, tomorrow morning. Uh, guess what? We're not going to play this afternoon. We're we're just going to we're going to we're, we're not going to play a conference championship. Let's see what the committee does then. I would be upset. Uh, we're talking to uh, Chuck Dowdle <laughs> and Scott Howard on the Mark Aram Show, previewing tomorrow night's big game at uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. What what are you guys doing? Are you guys coming to Atlanta tonight? Are you coming in tomorrow? What are you guys doing uh, lodging wise? How about you, Scott? You go first. Lodging wise, <laughs> why do you want to know, buddy? Well, I don't like. I'm worried if you get stuck in traffic heading from Athens and you miss the uh, the kickoff. Uh, are you getting a hotel room tonight in Atlanta? Well, like Chuck, I listen to WSB <laughs> for my traffic information. Twenty four. So that'll never. I never get stuck in traffic. Okay, good, good. All right. Good. Uh, actually, I'm I'm coming over. Um, you know, in the morning. Uh, came over today, picked up my credential. Uh, visited uh, the stadium for a little bit, and uh, and I, I'm going to drive back over in the morning and make sure I'm in there bright and early, like Scott will be, and uh, Tony Schiavone and Eric Zier, and and uh, we'll be all uh, all cranked up, and ready to go. Can you guys hang out one more segment, real quick? Sure. What do we have to do? I guess <laughs> Scott says no. Uh, Scott Howard, Chuck Dowdle on the Mark Aram yes, Show, yes. previewing tomorrow's SEC championship game. You can hear it right here on your home of the dogs, beginning at noon and kickoff around 4 10 uh, p.m. at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Hang tight. We'll be right back. This is the Mark Aram Show. Welcome back. Friday edition of the Mark Aram Show, a SEC championship edition of the Mark Aram Show. I love saying that, guys. I love saying the SEC championship edition of the Mark Aram Show. Get, get, then Mark, get used I thought you just like saying the Mark Aram Show. <laughs> that too, that too. Yeah. Um, but get, but, get used to it, Mark, because let me tell you something. This team that Kirby Smart is showing up with tomorrow at Mercedes-Benz Stadium is the worst team he will show up there with for the next three years. Oh, this, this, team, this team is about 70%. I think it's 68.5% are, are uh, sophomores or younger. This will be the least experienced and probably the worst of the teams that he will show up with uh, in that game for the next three years. Chuck Dowdle pouring honey in my ears. That being said, (laughs) what are we going to see tomorrow on the field, Chuck, in your expert opinion? I think Georgia's going to hang tough and I think has a a puncher's chance to win this thing. Uh, If you can get it to the fourth quarter and make it a kicker's game, uh, believe me, I, I love our special yeah. teams over there. So if it could come down to, like it did last year, uh, an opportunity for a field goal kicker to win it, uh, I'll take the dogs. Scott Howard, you are the voice of the dogs. What do you expect to see tomorrow on the turf at Mercedes-Benz? I think we might see a lot of offense in this game, uh, actually. I mean, these are the two highest scoring offenses in the Southeastern Conference. Alabama's almost 50 points a game. Georgia's just over 40 points a game. 
uh, you know, defenses aside, I, I think I think maybe the offenses might rule this one, and uh, hopefully it's close, it's tight. Maybe we even go overtime again. Ooh, that would be interesting. Wow. Yeah, as long as wow. it comes down to a yeah, Blankenship field goal attempt, I'm going to feel really happy about our chances. That's all I yeah, want. Yeah, I'm digging that. Yeah. Gentlemen, bring us home a victory tomorrow. As always, I appreciate it. And we'll be uh, listening to you right here on uh, AM 750 and 95.5 FM. Great season. Uh, let's keep the good stuff going. Thanks, Mark. Go let's dogs. Do it. Thanks, Mark. Go dogs. News, weather, and traffic next. This is the Mark Aram Show.